Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, episode number 63, entitled Questioning Incarceration. You know, you would think after being uh, involved in law enforcement for such a long time that this would probably be the last topic I would want to talk about. However, after studying the issue for the last several months, I found that the relevancy of certain incarcerations are quite honestly just useless. I mean, let's face it. I mean, unless it's a murder, DWI, negligent homicide, rape, sexual assaults, or a serious crime like that, I'm actually starting to wonder now what the real reason for incarcerating people might be. What I have known and have seen is that people go in for things like breach of peace, simple assault, um, you know, domestic violence where nobody was seriously injured or killed, um, you know, just random random stuff like that, which occurs every day, um, when these people come out, they actually come out in a worse condition that they actually went in. You know, uh, I was just reading a case in Connecticut where a judge in Torrington put a 60-year-old, two-year-old uh, person in jail for four months for a DWI charge. Well, quite quite honestly, putting a person in jail is not going to stop them from drinking. It's not going to stop them from the addiction. It's not going to stop them from anything. However, the end result of the four-month incarceration was an individual who passed away from uh, COVID. Um, and it was interesting the terminology the judge used is that the the state had his hand had his hands tied because of the state statute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nothing for nothing, but on a continuous basis, this is not England where if you're charged with a crime, there's a prescribed sentence for an exact and prescribed sentence, like for one thing it's six months, for the other it's 12 months, but there's not a difference based on, you know, what side of the bed people woke up on in the morning. So here you have a 62-year-old male, deceased for something that, putting him in jail for something nothing had to do with. Well, I mean, what good was it going to do? You know, that's just like you know, people get intoxicated. They're out on the street all the time. They pass out. You know, they're arrested for disorderly conduct or, or what, what have you. You put them in jail. And 
what happens? They come out, they're either worse or have met new people that can help them just um, in a really weird term accelerate their addiction problems. You see, here's the problem with the court system. The court system fails to realize, and I'm talking to all you judges, and I don't care whether you like what I got to say or not, because I'm saying it to you, your title judge doesn't mean anything, because you know what, there's only one being that's higher than us, you'll never reach that status, I will never reach that status, none of us will ever reach that status, okay, doesn't matter your rank or anything, your your title, you know, we're all going to end up in the same place at the end of our lives, okay, so the titles don't mean anything to me. Uh, when you put a person behind bars, it doesn't change anything. It makes them freaking worse. I'm, I understand that there's certain situations they have to go in, you know, homicide, you know, very serious crimes. Okay. Well, for the minor bullshit crimes, crimes of addiction. Crimes of mental health. You see, what what the judge and the court systems don't understand is, and like I have said this before, if you cut the tip off the iceberg and the Titanic hit it, the damn thing's still gonna sink. Why? Because you didn't you didn't get rid of the iceberg. Okay, so by putting an alcoholic in jail, isn't gonna treat them, isn't gonna do shit. A drug addict. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you put them in a rehabilitation, is it going to work? You know, most of the time it doesn't work. You just have to face that fact. However, it's a better it's a better option than incarcerating them, okay? Because at least they're not exposed to more serious offenders. Offenders that have got the system down. The offenders that can teach new offenders, how to be real or better criminals, okay? So I really have started to question that. I started to question why these judges, I mean, unless it's, like I said, unless it's murder or something very serious, why do these judges put people with mental health issues behind bars? What are you doing? We, we saw what the these institutions back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up to the damn 70s did. You put them in there because you thought they were nuts. You know, it, did, it didn't do anything, okay? It doesn't do anything. People that have mental health issues, unless they are evaluated, are seeing a therapist, or are taking medication to help themselves, are going to act in ways that you, and especially the police, do not understand. You see, here's the difference, right? Being a cop, I go to a scene, if a person's really pissed off, I'm going to know what an exceptionally pissed off human being with a normal thought thought press sounds like, the shit they're going to say, so on. When you go to a call where a person is out of control, irrational behavior, uncontrollable behavior, 
fear or over overwhelming fear of things, you can tell that too. But that's a medical. That's a. That's a. That's a. That's a mental health crisis. That's not a. Should never be an arrestable offense. You know, um, and that's just how it is. And I have seen this over the last couple of weeks. Uh, been seen in the paper all the time. You know, like down my way, five juveniles were arrested for taking their picture with airsoft guns. They're toys. They're freaking toys. They're not real guns. They're teenage kids. Like, remember when we used to play war? Oh, that's right. We're not politically correct anymore. So, God forbid, we should, we should play army. We should play cowboys and Indians. Oh, God forbid, we'll hurt somebody's feelings. Well, let's throw let's throw the 17-year-olds. Uh, let's arrest them, okay? And give them a real good attitude about what, what law enforcement should be like. You know, is it, is it, is it my, is it just me or has the court system and law enforcement lately just forgot what, forgot what their job is? Have they forgot what their job is? The court's job is to rehabilitate, provide services for addiction Provide services for mental health. The last thing that the court system is for is to put people in jail. And God forbid if you're in a, a lower financial level, level, or even a minority, you're screwed. I don't have any. I, I don't. I don't have any reason to lie about it. You know, it's it's what I've learned while I was researching this stuff. You know, I may not be flying the shuttle, but I'm far from an idiot. Okay, I know how to research. I've written 12 books. I've been a cop almost 35 years. I know what the law is. And at the same time, I know what the law isn't. Okay. So, you know, I, I had done a, an episode not too long ago, uh, probably three or four episodes prior to this one, about one for uh, the, ju- the judicial system and people with mental health issues. It is uh, insane what the court system does. I have a friend who is going through a real tough time with the court system. And it is, it, it, when I think about it, and then I read other cases... It just makes me more infuriated. You know, she has mental health issues. She's had them for her lifetime. When she, you know, and and she has been on the state, like a lot of people. She had state med, uh, medical insurance until they, the state, for some reason, decided that they had a hair across their ass, and they took it away from her. But yeah, at the same time, they'll get people extra money to stay off the, to stay, uh, stay out of work. This is the mentality our, our culture and society have come into. So here you have a person for two and a half months, didn't take medication for schizophrenia, bipolarism, 
seizures, anxiety, panic attacks, post-traumatic stress syndrome, so on and so forth. But yet, the police, when they went to a, a disturbance call, the individual that she had, had been with called, he noticed that night she was acting irrational. You know, they got no fight. She damaged the property. Big deal. You go buy property. Property crime <clears throat> isn't the biggest thing in the world. Um, he had asked for a mental health evaluation, a welfare check. The police came to the house, failed to do that because they had they had a boner on about everything's a crime. So they, they failed to provide her medical attention, which let me let me just preface it by saying this. If they had had her taken off the, the, the scene, medically evaluated, the rest of what had gone on after that wouldn't have happened. And really, in essence, I don't care what anybody says, it's their fault. You have an obligation as a police officer, when somebody is in any type of medical crisis, whether it's an illness, a mental health issue, you have a responsibility to provide them medical attention. So, no, what did they do? They just let it go on. They let it go on until she got to a point where <clears throat> part of her symptom without medication, it, it, when things become overwhelming specific topics and and hers and I'll tell you why are uniforms restraint uh, when people confront her in a loud manner why because two and a half months she hadn't been taking medication so to remove herself she got into the car I drove away drove to work oh well God forbid God forbid let's chase her ass down take her out of the car, fling her all over the place, have one of our female cops whoop her ass while a male one holds them, holds her down. Yes, this is what I want to see the law enforcement in my town doing. This is what I want to see the law enforcement in my town doing. Whooping a person's ass that has a mental health issue, a five foot two, 140-pound woman. How spineless is that? You know, these, these, listen, when you address people with mental health issues, put on your big boy pants and your big girl panties and deal with it. They're not going to act the same way. They're going to be aggressive. Your main objective is not to arrest them. It's to get them medical attention. Simple. And then they then they go in front of a judge who, God forbid, another another psychiatrist in waiting. Oh, well, we're worried about the crimes. Well, you know, buddy, why don't you worry about the people? Why don't you worry about the damn people? You know, a lot of people ask me, well, how have I been a cop for thirty five years and I can talk like this about judges and cops and shit like that? You know why? Because when I was out in the street, I wasn't an asshole. That's why. Yeah, did I arrest people that did really bad things? Yeah, I did. 
But my main objective was when I dealt with people to resolve issues without major, having to do major things for bullshit calls. I wasn't there to make a mountain out of a molehill. I was there to provide services that were available at the time to help these people get on their way and become less of a detriment to society. It wasn't to throw them in jail and to make them a bigger detriment to society. It was a complete opposite. Okay. So, have it be as it may. The court system is just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, our job in law enforcement is not to go to a scene and be primarily concerned about criminal aspect of it. I get there, I, listen, I understand there's cases that you directly have to do with, but you know, when you interview people and you learn that an individual that's a suspect or a person of interest has certain issues which you in your mind should be able to realize, oh my god, okay, she didn't take her medicine for two and a half months, The she's going to be irrational, she's going to be uncontrollable, behavior's going to be uncontrollable, going to probably attempt to flee. You have to understand that. They are common stereotypical patterns. Right? And which brings me to a more more prevalent part of the case. An individual that needs to take psychological medicine for psychological and mental health issues. The state statute in Connecticut says an individual must knowingly knowingly commit a crime. A person that is acting that irrational in such a manner that they cannot control themselves is not knowingly anything. Simple. Not knowingly anything. So how do they how do they violate a state statute? And then when you have a cop say, I'm going to throw a book at you. Okay, so now we've gone from cop to bully. Because you don't like the way people answer you. Big deal. You know how many times I, they've told me to go fuck myself? <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time somebody out in the street told me to go fuck myself, Christ, I'd be living in Trump Plaza right now. Handle it. Thicker skin. That's what the job is about. And then we turn them over to the court system, which, quite honestly, creates work, create, turns these people into worse than what they are. I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. You know, and I'll tell you, you know, I, I always, when I think about the court system, the way it does shit to people and, you know, the way law enforcement handles certain situations, if you're a younger person, what I want you to do tonight, I mean a younger person that was born in, you know, well, let me see, I'm, I'm trying to figure an area here. Well, I'm not because most of my demographics here are younger. I want you to go online, Bob Dylan, the song Hurricane. Listen to it. And then you'll understand what I mean. And that was written in the 60s. Okay? So this this system has been damaged probably even before the 60s. And we would think as a more sophisticated, more technologically driven society that... 
we would be able to get a grasp. But we haven't. The court systems have gotten worse. You know, as many policies as the police agencies put out for their officers to act in a more uh, professional manner doesn't work. Obviously, it doesn't work. You know, I mean, in a situation where common sense prevails and your attitude and your shit should be left home, doesn't work. So, we have the perfect storm. We have individuals that are either addicted, can't understand what you're talking about, intoxicated, can't understand what you're talking about, mental health issues, can't understand what they're talking about, and yet we, we in the law enforcement community, want to base them on a, a level of knowing just like a normal person. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Um, so what do you do with that? I don't know. I, 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 really, I really don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, my career is, I'm counting it down in days. But The more I study the top these topics, the more the more I, I feel that I don't understand the system that I that I worked for for such a long time. You know, the systems I believed were pro- providing rehabilitation and services are not doing that. They're looking at criminal aspects and that's all. That, that. You know, listen, you could send somebody with an alcohol problem, a drug problem to these freaking treatment facilities and go check in once a month and, you know, um, all this kumbaya bullshit. It doesn't work. You know, listen, Especially you out on the road in law enforcement, you know, you got to realize that, you know, listen, I know what it's like dealing with the crackheads and the, the people that are dusted and the, the people that have mental health issues that are calling every five minutes. I, I Listen, I get it. So if I get it and I'm chewing ass then you really must step back and say, wow, if he's if he deals with this and he's cutting people up and cutting the way things are up, there's got to be a problem. Well, there is a problem, you know. I mean, and, you know, we, ha- we are in a society and culture nowadays, people, that the, 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 the government has turned our country into a third world. The legislation has limited law enforcement to what they can do. Instead of us worrying about major crimes and handling it, we can't do shit because the the citizens now are allowed to sue us because they're not happy when they're committing serious crimes. The, the, The politicians kiss the 
you know, special interest groups rear end, so they get votes. You know, we are in a culture of catastrophic failure. And this is it. You know, and, and it's interesting because I say to myself, you know, okay, I'm retiring, maybe I'll take a job somewhere else, smaller town. And I'm sure if they, you know, listen to any of these, these podcasts, you know, it'll probably dump me right off the list. But if that if that is true, then this is, these are agencies that are, care more about being politically motivated than somebody that gives a shit. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was the chief of any police department, I'd rather have somebody that gives a shit and tells it like it is rather than having some, you know, prima donna just telling you what you want to hear and going out there next day and whooping somebody's ass and making the department look like a uh, three-ring circus. That's how it is. But at the same time, you know, what's right is right. And what's going on with these people, the court systems with these minor crimes, being charged for serious crimes, bullshit with these juveniles getting arrested. They're getting arrested for, listen, you're arresting five kids for a damn airsoft gun, yet your town is allowing ATVs, dirt bikes to run rampant. The number of juvenile-involved shootings in the town I work for is rampant. Stolen cars are rampant, but yet you worry about five kids with an airsoft gun. You see where I'm going with this? You know? You see, as a cop, you have a discretion to make an arrest or not. You know? And yeah, you know, okay, so, and this is, this is, and this is what kind of bothers me, you know? Like in this one case... Actually, in both of these cases, you know, these are these were both offenses that are trivial at best. They really possess no threat. You know, there was no threat about it. You know, and listen, you know what? I'm going to tell you how how it is. If I was a, a chief for any of these departments, you know what they're, they're afraid of? They're afraid of an embarrassment. Oh, I let this. These five kids do this. Oh, that's an embarrassment because we didn't do anything. Listen, we're cops. We don't have to do anything when a, where a crime isn't committed. It's time that we regain the reins of our job and do our job professionally and start giving a crap about the public. And the public isn't the embodiment of the community. The public is... Each person that is part of that community. Until we learn to do that, we're failing. You know. So that's 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 my that's my tangent today. Uh, you know, when I read that article about that 62 year old guy, uh, you know, yeah, he had addiction problems. Yeah, he had alcohol problems. Yeah, he's driven drunk before, but. Nothing for nothing, none of that was going to stop him from driving. So if you put a person in jail and it has no direct impact on what they're going to do when they get out, what's the sense? You're spending 
taxpayers' money to feed and house them. Uh, if they do have a job, they're going to lose it. So now we have one more person on the unemployment line. Everything that is being do- that was done in that case was detrimental to society in itself. And then you have a judge saying, well, my hands were tied. No, you are a judge. Your hands are not tied. You can make your own decision. Simple. Don't blame everything on the state because it's a convenience. You know? What really kills me was when he was standing in front of the judge, he told the judge, when the judge asked him if, if there was any concerns, he goes, yeah, getting COVID because I have a compromised immune system. But he did, he had cancer too. And I wonder to myself, if you really think about it, that seems to fall under negligence, indifference to humans' well-being or life. See what I'm saying? I mean, people don't want to hear this, especially in the in the court system, especially in law enforcement. They don't want to hear this, but think about it. Isn't that isn't that really negligence because of your indifference in life? Don't go blaming the the, the, the state statutes and what your hands are tied to do. You're the judge. Your hands aren't tied. I know that. You know that. The people that are listening to this are now know that. You know, um, it's it's crazy. As a matter of fact, there was a, we were just talking about a situation where an individual walked into his uh, his house, found his girlfriend fooling around with somebody else. So he knocks the guy out. Well, you know what? Typical human behavior, you know. You can't change emotion. That's what that's what separates humans from animals. Emotion, how we respond to things. With that being given, take they arrest them for domestic violence. Well, here's a problem. The guy wasn't, you know, according to our statute, had nothing to do with domestic violence. The guy didn't. The guy wasn't. Involved with the guy that knocked them out. They weren't domestic partners. They weren't living together. They weren't, uh, you know, they had no children in common, so on and so forth. You see where I'm going with this? So does it really fall under domestic violence? Or is it more of a convenience to put it under domestic violence? See? Um, And that's a problem with me. I am a stickler for... a very big stickler on being precise. You know, in 30-something years, I've only had to go to court twice for a case. Because I sit down and I look at every report and the actions of everybody involved and the existing facts and I sit there and I, I actually sit there and look to see if these are actually the charges that would normally be applied, do they actually really apply or not? In most cases, they don't. 
I mean, domestic violence, I mean, he, yeah, maybe breach of peace because he knocked the guy out, but, I mean, it had nothing to do with domestic violence. Why? Because the guy was, the dude was in his, his uh, you know, with his girlfriend? Well, he didn't knock the girlfriend out. You know. But then again, what do I know? I am just old and I spent half of my life researching scientific material. You know, written 12 books. Almost halfway intelligent. But what do I know? So with that being the case, you know, before one goes to make a judgment of what they think should happen to people. I think you got to really sit down and consider long-term effects and benefits. Are there benefits in the long run? Sometimes there are. You know, you put somebody in jail for raping somebody, molesting children, robbing banks, yeah, if they're not out in the, the out out in the road or out in the streets, yeah, you 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 prevented bad things from happening. But the common everyday rhetoric of life, um, no, nah, you're not doing really any good by putting anybody in jail. Really not, you know. Um, so. I don't know what to tell you. Just remember, your homework project tonight is to go to um, online, put in Bob Dylan, and listen to the hurricane, and you get to you'll understand where I'm coming from. Till next episode, this is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the podcast series, and as most as a lot of the other podcasts. Most consider me somewhat rogue, but I think that's a, a misrepresentation. I am not rogue. I am just well-researched, and I have a very high moral and ethic standards. And I don't prejudge people because of anything. You know, I find it easier to understand and base what I do what I do and how I react off my understanding of thing rather than simply just following everybody else's lead. You know, so um, with that, I will uh, see you on, uh, what are we going to be on? Episode 64, I think 65 is going to close off the year. So uh, don't know what that's going to be, but if anybody has any ideas um, you can tweet me you can uh, send something to um, Anchor Radio and I have to admit it may take me a couple days to read the crap because I'm not very good at this uh, this newer technology so um, until then <laughs>